Live and create from your true personal power. This is Elevation Nation. Hey there, and welcome back to Elevation Nation. This is El Sampras, your host. We meet every Wednesday to talk about how you can elevate the joy in your life and the success in your business. So thank you for joining us. We're just coming off the 4th of July weekend, so there's been a lot of talk around freedom and what that means to different people. Today we're going to focus on emotional freedom because I think without emotional freedom, really all the other freedoms we have available to us just get muddied and confused and maybe, I don't want to say they don't matter as much, but without the personal emotional freedom within ourselves, let's think about it. What do we really have? We are with ourselves 100% of the time. It is the only person in your life that will never leave you. We are the ones who will always be a part of our lives. There's nobody else that that can ever be the case with. That's with you every moment of the day, all day, every day, your entire life, right? Okay, so you get that. So emotional freedom is so vitally important within ourselves. And this is what I'm talking about. If you get on Facebook, you spend any amount of time out there in the world in general, but social media is a just very strong proponent of this, right? Everybody's complaining about everybody else. Everybody's saying how people are weird or people can't drive or this person does this or I can't stand how they're this way or if people just be more like me, essentially, is what is out there. I've always kind of laughed that the whole like, oh, this person's so weird is a negative thing, but yet you'll also see the let your freak flag fly and be the weird one and I'm so weird, I'm so different is seen as a positive when it's about ourselves. That's just something that's very humorous to me and it's kind of like along the lines with the, the driving. Everybody thinks everyone else is a bad driver, but it's never them. It's never anything they're doing. And this is just the lack of personal responsibility in our world. We're always pointing the finger out. We're always saying, well, it's their thoughts on this or the way they do this and this isn't right. My way's right. Their way's wrong. And it's just such a complain and blame game. And we're seeing it in politics. It is rampant in religion. This is why people say not to talk about these topics, especially on a date or when you're first meeting somebody or, you know, at a, at a work function, whatever it might be. And it's because everybody wants to take in that my way is the way, the only way, the right way. And here's the reality. It's the right way for you. And that's awesome. There's nothing wrong with that. You should know who you are and why you believe in what you do and how you feel about things the way you do. But your voice is never going to be heard when you have to push your ideals on somebody else or be abrasive, when you're defensive, when you're belittling to other people from your point of view. You know the motto here at Elevation Nation is to live in love, to live as love, to be that representative of love in life. And the way that love speaks is you are completely entitled, and I'm not really fond of that word, but entitled to your opinion, but so is everyone else. So instead of being so externally focused, the way they think is wrong, what they do is wrong, it's more about just who am I and how am I showing up in the world? If everyone would just be responsible for themselves, there would be, I believe, so much more peace on earth. 
But no, we're always concerned about what the other person's doing. And look, we have to have standards, right? Say you're in a relationship, you have standards, you have to have boundaries, you have to stand up for you not being a doormat, not being walked all over, taken advantage of. But all of that is not something that someone else can do to you. You can only do it to yourself. And that's not to place blame on you either. It's to take personal responsibility. That if somebody is taking advantage of me or walking all over me or being abusive to me, I am the one that has to stand up and say, no, that's not allowed in my world. And what it might take for some people to get to that place of no is to increase their self-esteem, their self-worth, their belief in who they are, what they deserve. And I mean at that deep, deep core level. Because I know logically and in your mind, everybody believes they're worth more than that. But if you are accepting it, if you are letting it into your world, if drama surrounds you, you need to understand that there is something inside of you that is misaligned. It's not to blame. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. There's just something in you that is allowing that to exist and or co-creating it. So taking that personal responsibility of who am I, how am I showing up in this world is so much more important because then what other people are doing simply becomes a reflection. I'm showing up in this world as a vessel of love and compassion and joy and and fun and growth and learning. And so when something comes at me that doesn't match the way I'm showing up, I can handle it with grace because no one's going to be exactly like me. And I can stand strong yet flexible, kind of like a tree, right? I'm rooted, but I sway in the wind. I can be open and listen to someone else's point of view and decide if that allows me to grow and and maybe consider a perspective I hadn't considered or if it's just like, no, that's not what rings true for me. But always listen because one, it will help you understand the world better. It would help us all understand one another better. If Christians would listen to Muslims and Muslims would listen to Buddhists and people would just be more open instead of the external focus being, let me prove to you why your way is wrong. Let me prove to you why you should be understanding my point of view, why you should be believing what I believe, why you should be acting the way that I do and talking and dressing and you know eating the way I do. And look, a lot of your ways are probably great. And you might even absolutely be right. Your health standards might be the way that would be so good for other people. But pushing them on anyone has never, ever elicited change. What brings about change is leading by example and then letting people get curious. Without it being shoved down their throat, without them needing to be convinced, but instead... To be seeing your way of life as something, huh, I, I like what's going on for them. They, they seem at peace. They seem happy. You know, they seem to be living in relationship to their loved ones or their children or in the world as a whole in a way that I would like to be living. And so what can I learn from this person? And then you ask and you open. That's going to make when you just live your life be more focused. And when I say internally focused, it's not about being selfish. It's just about being responsible for you and not the rest of the world. Because I see so much belittling. I see so much of the putting other people down. And it's that whole, when you're pointing the finger out, there's three more pointing back at you. We've all heard that, but it's so true because I see people complaining about everyone else 
whether it's their parents, their siblings, their friends, the world, Democrats, Republicans, Muslims, Christians, atheists, whatever it might be, right? But people are externally focused and complaining about what's wrong out there, but never taking the time to clean up their own house, to clean up their own heart, to clean up what's going on inside of me. That's all I have control over, and I am with myself 100% of the time. So once I start paying attention to who am I, what really matters to me, why does it matter to me, how can I grow, what layers do I need to go deeper in, what do I need to release and let go of, life is a constant process of letting go. And when we can dig into who we are, we start shining our light brighter. We start showing up as an example of love rather than an example of anger and blame and complaining. And look, I am not saying that anger is bad. We all get angry sometimes. But I'll tell you what makes you a more angry person overall. It's when you deny your feelings, so you won't even let yourself be angry, and or you're always looking outside and saying, this person did this and this person did that. And 20 years ago, this happened to me. And today this happened to me. And that person drives terrible. And that person was rude. And they did that. Okay. That's all probably true and has happened and will happen. And you don't know when someone's being rude to you, if their mother just died. You don't know if they just got fired from a job. I'm not saying that you have to just accept bad behavior from the people in your life and be like, that's okay. We're not here to coddle anybody. But if you would just be less concerned with their mood, let it roll off your back. Their mood does not need to become yours. Do not become responsible for everyone else in life. Be responsible for you. And so if that person's being rude, why do you have to be reactive to it? Slough it off, keep moving. Wow, that didn't feel good. You know, you can acknowledge how it impacted you, but you don't have to then take it on because it creates a ripple effect. That person was rude to you and now that pissed you off. And so you're angry and you're short with the next person you see and I'm not holding the door for them. And and you kind of just start going through your day and then you irritate somebody else who then goes home and snaps at her husband and, you know, or or yells at the kids because they're like, people are just so grumpy out there. And it's... What I find to be the most humorous is the people who complain the most about how grumpy and rude and awful people are don't realize how grumpy and rude and awful they sound just by continuously complaining about it. So get responsible for you. Worry about your closet and how clean it is, your heart and how open it is. Get in tune with you and keep showing up. Be real with yourself. If you feel something, feel angry, you feel sad. If someone was rude, you can acknowledge that impact, but then just sort of let it go. Remember, I said life is a continual process of letting go. And that is just one way. We're going to actually do a whole podcast on letting go. But that's one way of letting go is not absorbing every single thing that is said or done in passing. There's a lot of stimulation, a lot of stimuli in our days, whether it's social media, whether it's on the freeways, whether it's just the general public. What was that saying when we were kids? I'm rubber and you're glue, whatever you say bounces off of me and sticks to you or some stupid little saying we had as kids, but kind of just be more rubber. 
you know, let things bounce off you a little bit rather than being a sponge and everything that somebody does. Oh, you're going to take offense to that and make a big deal out of it. And then it just changes your mood. And now you've taken on that person's mood. Let someone be in a bad mood if that's where they are. Maybe they have a valid reason. And that's their responsibility to work through it. If they want to talk to you about it or they need to vent, that's different. Let somebody vent. People need to do that. But if they're just taking it out on you, just you don't have to be a participating party to it. It's your choice. Personal responsibility. That is what brings you emotional freedom. Work on what's going on inside your heart, in your mind, your thoughts, feelings, beliefs. That's going to have a greater impact than pointing the finger blaming, complaining, bitching, always pointing out what everybody else does wrong, like you're some saint that, you know, walks on water. Again, there's a fine line that this is not condoning just accepting bad behavior without boundaries to allow emotional, verbal, or physical abuse in the name of love. No, that is when you take care of you and say, I'm responsible for accepting or rejecting that. And so again, going internally is saying, yeah, I'm going to choose to not play in that sandbox. So I'm going to move over here. And you let that person work out their stuff. And again, if somebody is taking personal responsibility for their stuff and they're like, will you stand by my side while I do what it takes to heal this? Amen. That's love. You can stand by somebody, but say, I'm not going to just accept that though. Always about personal responsibility on both ends. We have influence over others by how we show up, but the only thing we ever have control over is ourselves, our thoughts. I wouldn't even say really our feelings because feelings kind of, eh, they're a little more irrational, but we have control over accepting what our thoughts are, negative and positive, and then releasing them, reframing them, which will lead to better emotions. That brings on the emotional freedom. So you always have control over how you're choosing to show up in this world. It might take some work. I know it has for me. I have worked deeply on some inner wounds that I had from my childhood, adolescence, and through my adulthood. Life, right? Life brings pain as well as joy. And that's a process of letting go. We've got to be able to shed that skin. We can always be made new, but we have to just keep going inward rather than just making it about what everybody else is doing wrong. What is my responsibility in this one-on-one relationship? What is my responsibility to my community? What is my responsibility in this world? Spend more focus there. Pay attention to other people. Be grateful, have boundaries, but don't make everything about everyone else because that just brings you struggle and suffering and misery, whether it's through comparison, you know, because comparison can be, I'm better than you, I'm worse than you, and that's all just ego talk. Or if it's, like I said, the complain blame game. So personal responsibility. That's what I'm going to leave you with. I'm so glad that you're tuning in. Please share this with friends. Uh, Go on iTunes and um, SoundCloud. This is where this is currently being aired. And uh, like, subscribe, follow, leave a comment, leave a rating. I just really want to hear your feedback. It helps me continue to improve the podcast. And as I've said, if you have any questions, send me an email, elevationnation at gmail.com. Make sure there's two L's and two N's in Elevation Nation, just like here on the podcast. But share this with your friends because the more that we're all continuing to elevate as individuals, the more the world elevates as a whole. Until next time, 
I hope you make it a great week.